0: Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Isai. This is Rabbi Falk speaking to you from Telstone in Eretz Yisrael on the Nevetzion podcast. We are right now in the nine days of mourning. Tisha Hayomim and Motzei Shabbos Sunday will be Tisha Buf. I'd like to say a few words about Tisha Buf. Chazal say, when they refer to tefillah, they speak about tefillah and they say davening is... Dvarim Sha'oimdim Berumo Things that stand at the heights of the world from the highest and most important things, but people are mezalzal bohem. People do not take advantage of them. The altar from Kelem says when we talk about Dvarim Sha'oimdim Berumo it not only means that they're very holy things, but it means that these things have the ability to lift people to unbelievable heights. To great heights, but people don't use them properly. I saw that the Rishiv in Lakewood, where Rucham Olshin, wants to say that not only are there things that can take a person to tremendous heights, but it's also true about certain times. There's certain times in the year that have such tremendous potential and power to elevate a person, but we don't take advantage of so many times of those holy, holy times. And the Sefer Seif Sechaim, Reb Friedlander, writes that the days of beina Mitzarim aren't just difficult days that we need to get through, we have, that we need to endure. The truth is, he quotes from rabbi Salanter, that a person can grow on Tishabov no less than he can grow on Yom Kippur. On Tishamov a person can grow like he grows in Yom Kippur. And he says the actual wording of what he says, Rabbi Salander, is that a person can grow more on Tishamov than he can even grow on Yom Kippur. But unfortunately so many of us don't take advantage of these holy and beautiful days of the Yemei Ben Hamitzarin and of Tishamov. I want to tell you, I saw this, it blew me away. This is a Ma'isa which is brought down in the Sefer which is called Ma'isa Ish. It's the biography of the Chazon Ish. The Chazon Ish was an extremely positive and happy person. He, Whenever you spoke to him, you felt his Simchaschayim, and you felt the, the tranquility that the Chazon Ish had. And he was always, always Shori B'Simcha. One time, one of his talmidim was speaking to him, and it was about a very difficult and sad circumstance. And he saw the chazanish was was still, but he was still even during these difficult times and sad times, the chazanish was still besimcha. He was still happy. And he asked the chazanish, "I don't understand. There are certain times when a person is supposed to be happy, and in certain times a person should be sad. But I see by you that you're you're always happy." The Chazanish said to him, "A Kazakh The Chazanish said to him that it says by the Novi Yirmiyo, that Yirmiyo HaNovi who wrote Eichel. And in Eichel it says the morning, Bochoi kebalaylo." was sitting on the floor, Tishabov, crying, crying over the Chorben Beis HaMikdash. And there's no question the Chazanish said that he was crying his eyes out. Tears were coming down. Tremendous bechiyahs, mourning. Yermiyo HaNovi was crying over the Chorben Beis HaMegdosh. And the Chazanish says, but one second, Echo, the Megillus Echo, was written beruach haKodesh. And Chazal teaches us the Ruach HaKodesh in Ushoyre Elamitoych a person can only achieve Ruach HaKodesh if he's at a, a level of tremendous simcha. The Chazani says, Navi is sitting on the floor writing Megillus Echa that was written by ruach HaKodesh. And he's crying over the korban Beis Hamiddush. But he says, but you see something unbelievable. You see, even though Yomio Navi was sitting and crying over the loss of the Beis Hamiddush, but he had to be besimcha. Because if he hadn't been Basimcha, he would not have had that Ruach HaKodesh, and he would have never been able to, to write Megillas Echo, which, which is from the Megillas and was written by Ruach He says, you see that a person would be crying and mourning over the tremendous loss of the Beis HaMittosh, and at the same time, he zoychet to Ruach HaKodesh because he's surely Basimcha. It's unbelievable. These days are such, on the one hand, sad days, but on the other hand, they're such powerful and meaningful days. And they're days that are shari with, with availus and we're, we're mourning, but on the other hand, there should be tremendous simcha. Rabboi said, what simcha is there in Tisha B'Av? So, Rabboi said, if you stop and you think about it, there's a tremendous difference between when we're at our peaks or at, we have our liyas and things are going well and we feel so good about life. And when we're up on those peaks, it's a time to celebrate life. We enjoy and we look and we appreciate everything that we have. But when we're down in matzavim of Yerida, in situations when we've fallen, when we're not feeling that, 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 that success, but things are not going so well, When we're deep in that valley that's a time not to celebrate life but it's a time to learn about life. And the lessons we can learn about life when things are going hard are unbelievable lessons. We can stop and we think about what are we missing? What do we need? What do we really want? What do we want to achieve? We stop and we think about the Beis Amikdash. If only we could have that Beis Amikdash back. If we could have that Ruach HaKadosh, if we could have the Nevi that we could go and speak to and clarify all of our doubts, to go to a Novi, to go and to see the Ashros HaShchina in the Beis Amiddush, to remove all our doubts, all the Nisim, the niflos that were in the Beis Amiddush. We're so lost today, and with such clarity at the time of the Beis Amiddush, when we had that light in the Ashros HaShchina, how much we're missing. And Rabbi said when we sit on the floor on Tishon we cry, we cry, from the bottom of our hearts and we stop and we think what we want and we want that being base amidst again and we're like please come back, please let us connect from the depths that we're in." We're we're lost, but we begin to realize what we want and we begin on Tisha B'Av when we're down when we get focused on what really we want, we begin that journey back up to where we want to really want to be. And Rabbo by being Mis'abel al Yerushalayim, a person is Zoyche, a person, because he's Mis'abel, because he yearns and he strives for that, he will be Zoyche to the Simcha in the rebuilding of that Beis HaMikdosh. And it's not just in the future it'll be rebuilt, but those tears and that sorrow that you have and that yearning builds the blocks, builds the stones. You take a stone and you're taking a stone with that tsar and you're placing it on the foundation of the Besamikdesh and we're rebuilding, beginning that rebuilding. When a person realizes that, it's a source of tremendous, tremendous simcha of that reconnecting and crying and begging, God, please, we miss you. Please take us back. Please let us come back. Please come back and bring that that and dwell with us again. It's a tremendous time of availus and, and tsar, but it's also a tremendous time of simcha. Rabboisa, I want to tell you a meridikavort. There's a very very strange halacha. If you look in the in the Orechayim, Simon Kuf Pei, it's the halachas of Dvarim Noyagim B'Seudot. It's the, the halachas right before benching. The halocha is in kufpei, sif, hey. The halocha in Shulchan is Noyagim sasakin sesakin bishats birkasamosen. There's a custom to either take the knives that are on the table when you're eating, after you're eating, take the knives off, or to cover them up. Vinogu shalo soy bishabas of On Shabbos and yantaf we don't do it, but during the week. We cover the knives. Either we put a plate on top of them, or we take them off the table. The bruer brings down two reasons. I want to focus on the second reason. The bruer says the Tam Shani B'shem Rabenu Simcha. Rabenu, his name is Simcha. The name of a person describes who he is, his essence. Rabenu Simcha. The Mishnevura says that Tamsheni b'Shem Rabbeinu Simcha leFische Palm Echod Higiya Echol leBirkas Bnei Yerushalayim. Someone was once benching, and he got to Bnei Yerushalayim rebuilding the Beis Hamidrash. V'niskar Churban Habayis, and he remembered give out the Churban Habais, What are we missing? If all of them could have that Beis Hamidrash back, give out the Churban. He picked up a knife from the table and he stabbed himself. Valkein, says the mishabur, and therefore says Rabenu Simcha, Valkein nogu That is why we take the knives off the table during Birka Samosa. Unbelievable! Rabbeinu Simcha tells us, today we take the knives off the table because someone picked up a knife and he felt so terrible, terrible about the churban beis that he stabbed himself. So, are, are you telling me that today there's a danger that someone is going to pick up a knife, and when he gets suvnei yushalayim, he's going to get so upset and so sad he's going to take a chas lose himself, and I can't live without the beis hamikdash and to stab himself. Rabbeinu sai, I don't believe. I, I know no one who, well, I would be afraid that he's going to stab himself with a knife, because he remembers the korban Beis HaMikdash. So why, why do we have this halacha? What is this halacha that we have to take the knives off the table? Rabbo Yisai, I believe the pshat is, that there's no question that we are not going to stab ourselves. But we should remember every time we sit down to eat, and we begin to bench, we should remember that there was a time that they felt the Beis HaMikdash so dearly, that they, that person, Rabbeinu Simcha said, actually picked up a knife and stabbed himself. We're not holding there, but we should realize that that is where we should be. Chassu <laughs> not to stab ourselves, but to feel that Tsar, and there were people who felt it. Rabbi said we should be Zeiche. Call him Isabella Yushalim. We should all be Zeiche. Zeiche v'roya b'simchasa, and we should be Zeiche. It's a sham to binyan beis hamidosh amen.